This is In So Many Words, the podcast, episode four for the week of August 1st, 2016. What's up, everybody? Welcome to In So Many Words, where we talk about life, the universe, and everything else. I'm Coleman Lucas here in Chicago on another beautiful hot summer day. Over in another part of Chicago is Jessica. Hi guys. And all the way in the west coast in the hot arid desert with the nice palm trees we have Stephanie. Good, Good morning. morning everyone. Uh, right now I'm sipping on some Gershminer. It's a uh, German wine, I assume, because it sounds German. I don't know, but that's what I'm going with. Where did you find that? Uh, at the liquor store, of all places. Um, <laughs> 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 no, but it, it, it was just something that uh, April, you know, picked up Sutter Home. Or was it Sutter Home? Sutter? Sutter? Sutter. Sutter. Right. Sutter. It could, it could Sutter, be Sutter. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it, it, anyways, Jessica, what are you sipping on? Uh, yeah. I'm such a basic little tramp right now. I'm drinking Bud Light Lime, but it tastes delicious. Um, I'm even more basic. I'm drinking decaf donut shop coffee with cream and cinnamon um, because, no. you know, no. it's 7.45 and I just opened my eyes. No, no alcohol? No, I, I just I just wasn't, you know, I just opened my eyes and it was 10 you know, it, here, You know, it's so. 12 o'clock somewhere, man. It is. It is. Or 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when did you change the slogan to it's 12 o'clock somewhere? You know the phrase is it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Because nobody wants to wait until 5 o'clock when it's time to drink. You just want to drink and you just say it's 12 o'clock. It's the afternoon. You know, you can have it. Especially, on, Especially right. on Sundays mm-hmm. when you have uh, right. brunch mm-hmm. and things like that. Ooh, well, Jessica, how was your week from the last time we all uh, had, you know, Well, it was pretty good. I came back from L.A., which was an amazing trip. Um, I was just working all week, and I ended up canceling my trip to D.C., so I am enjoying Chicago. Oh, I had a housewarming party to go to yesterday. That was pretty fun, seeing everyone grow up and buy houses. It's, it it's is. Eerie it feeling. is. And uh, Stephanie, what about you? Um, my week was pretty normal. I signed my daughter up for school. And, um, we went out to a bar on, uh, Saturday night, just spur of the moment. And it was like the first outing without kids in, in a long time. And it was the first day that it rained in Arizona in like six months while we were out. So I don't know if that was the universe trying to say, what the hell are you doing? But (laughs) it rained. The power even went out. The power went out. So... (laughs) It, that's a big deal, but it was nice to get out, and uh, Mackenzie thought it was the coolest thing that the lights went off and all the candles were lit, so it was different getting getting back into that bar, you know, environment. It's, it's not the same when you leave for a little while. Coleman, how was your week? My week was awesome because we, and I mean the three of us, got an email from a fan in fucking France. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, How amazing, amazing is that? Shout out to Emily. We are so happy. 
that you are a fan of our show and that you took the time to email us. And we are going to read the email right now on the show. So she says, hi, with a bunch of eyes, because that's what you do. I stumbled onto you guys' show and instantly fell in love with it. I'm a listener from France, and I love shows that have passionate people behind it who have not sold out to the corporate. I guess she's saying, like, she likes, you know, like, honest to God, you know, we're not just trying to make money shows. Um, I just wanted to email you guys and tell you I think you are doing a great job. I actually have a question that I wanted to ask and hope you would talk about it on your show. The question is, what is the strangest awkward date you have ever been on? And she says, the strangest date I've ever been on was with a guy I knew from college. He told me that we were getting lunch with a couple of friends who gradu- graduated a year or two beforehand. A mini reunion of friends. He picked me up and we drove right past everyone else's house. I figured they'd just be meeting us there. But no, of course not. So I was fooled into going on a date with someone who I didn't like and only really hung out with because we had mutual friends. He then proceeded to drop me off at home, but not without attempting to grope me in the car. Thanks and keep up the great work, guys. Emily. Hmm, who wants to go first? Well, I, well, for, well first, first I want to say that that is a, a very strange situation <laughs> for her, you know, just for somebody to, like, trick you into going on a date with them and then trying to grope you in the car. That is absolutely unacceptable. We here at In So Many Words, the podcast, don't condone anything <laughs> like that. But that that is definitely very strange. But it's a good story, obviously. Um. But the question was, you know, what's the most strangest slash awkward dates you've ever been on? So I think, Jessica, you probably already have a good one. Oh, no. Can I go last? Yeah. I have to really let think me, about it. Let me go first because mine, I don't have one. <laughs> so I just want to, like, briefly say that, you know, I'm from a small town. Maybe it's not a small town. It's kind of pretty big, actually. Uh, I'm from Bridgeport in Chicago, and uh, the mentality of everybody from Bridgeport is pretty much the same. You're born and bred the same as everybody else. And um, so, uh, you know, I've never really dated, and, like, I've never been asked out on a date. I've never been taken out on a date. Maybe it, maybe it turn in, turned into a date, but I didn't know about it. Um, but it was never anything formal, like, you know, oh, I want to take you out for dinner or anything like that. And, um, and I kind of thought maybe it was just me. But after we got that email, I kind of started talking to other people, like my friends who are from Bridgeport. And, no, it's pretty much how it goes over there. Uh, you pretty much say, hey, you want to hang out? Or, oh, like, you know, everyone's hanging out over here and let's just go hang out. Like, that was that was it. So I don't really have a, you know, specific dating story. But um, I do have a, a kind of weird situation. Uh, one of my friends, her brother, asked if I wanted to, like, go, like, I don't know, some fast food place. Like, just whatever, get something to eat. And I'm like, whatever, he's my friend's brother. And, uh, you know, we go and we come back and he's dropping me off and like kind of the same thing. He goes in for the kill 
And I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, where did our signals get crossed? Like, was I coming, like, was I making the impression and that, that I was interested? Because I wasn't interested. And, and it just leaves you in, like, this weird, like, pit in your stomach feeling because you don't want to be too rude and say, like, um, what the fuck are you doing? Get off of me. Uh, but I was just kind of like, um... Like, I'm good right now, and I kind of just got out of the car and went back in the house. Uh, so that's my kind of awkward story, and it was it was never brought back up again. I think I got my message across. Well, that that is awkward. It's, it's, it, it's funny that <laughs> everybody from Bridgeport is just like, no, nah, we don't go on dates. Like, you know, we, we have our own culture in Bridgeport, and this is how... We fucking do things, you know. Yeah. And then you become an adult, and it, you, yeah, then you become an adult, and you have no idea what the fuck dating is like. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Mm. Someone's supposed to do that? Yeah, it's fun. Dating is fun. <laughs> Going out is fun. When it's not done properly. My story. Oh, yeah. So. The strangest date that I've ever been on was, um, and, I, and I'm just going to go ahead and like set this up. I mean, she was someone that I worked with at uh, my old job, and she was, uh, you know, one of those Instagrammy model type of women, if you can uh, picture that. But anyway, somehow I got, you know, the opportunity to go on a date with her. And she's like, yeah, you know, let's go to the movies. I'm like, all right, let's, you know, go to the movies in downtown. And I live in the suburbs, and I had to drive to her house to pick her up. So I get to her house, and I'm sitting in the car, like, waiting, like, all right, you know, uh, just going to pick her up and probably park the car and then catch the bus and then go downtown. Uh, While I'm waiting, she comes outside, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm glad you made it. You know, like, I'm almost ready to go. And then her mother comes outside, and her auntie and her little sister and another woman who I found out was her best friend. And she's like, you know, do you want to drive or, you know, do you want me to drive? And I'm just looking at all of them like, are they fucking going with us? Like, what's happening? <laughs> um, but I, I didn't say that. I'm just like going with us. So I'm just like, you know, why don't you drive? Because if all of them are riding with us, you know, clearly you have a a different goal than I do right now for this quote-unquote date, so why don't you drive? So I told her, like, yeah, you go ahead and drive. So, you know, we all get in the car, and, you know, we drive to uh, over there by where that McDonald's is, by, like, Michael Reese Hospital or something like that. I'm I'm probably fucking up the locations, but it's just a place, yeah, wherever it is by the McCormick place where you can catch the bus and go, like, to uh, the Magnificent Mile, so... You know, I'm, I'm just sitting there in the car, like, while she's driving, and, like, her mom and her auntie and her best friend, and, like, because it's, like, a, you know, a truck kind of car or whatever, and I'm just thinking, like, this is fucking strange, like, I, I was not expecting this at all, um, and we get to the bus stop, and we all get off, you know, out of the car and get onto the bus when it eventually comes, and, like, so we're all riding a bus together, and I'm just thinking, like, are they really, like, like, I thought this, I thought we were going to the movies, like, what's happening, but I don't say anything, I'm just going with it, you know? But eventually, like, we get to, like, the shopping district downtown, and, like, her mother and the auntie and the little sister get off, and it's just me and the girl and her best friend. And I'm just thinking, like, is her, okay, you know, at least they got off, but, like, the best friend is still here, so, like, is she going on a date, too? Like, this is, like, really, did she misunderstand what I meant by date? Um, 
So we walk to the movie theater, um, but the movie doesn't start for like two hours. So they're like, oh man, I'm hungry. You know, like, let's go get something to eat. Well, you know what? They didn't say, let's get something to eat. They said, you know, why don't we go have a drink while we wait for the movie to start? And I'm just like, okay, whatever. And the only place that's close by is the fucking Grandless Cafe. So I'm just thinking... That's a lie. Really, really, like that. that, that there, are, there are a million places. Oh, but I know where you're, t- you're talking about Lowe's yeah, and River yeah. North. So. But yeah, there are a bunch of other places. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, Grand Lux Cafe is like a fancy, like you have to wait in line to get in there most of the time. And uh, it's a really upscale place. I mean, I wouldn't say it's super upscale. I don't know, Jessica, have you ever been there? Again, it's pretty, I mean, it's, yeah. it's not like, it's like the snobbiest of snobby people would probably say like, oh, it's not no. that great. But I mean, like the average part. Put it this way, you can't make reservations yeah. there. Um, <laughs> so continue. Yeah, so we, so we go to the Greenless Cafe and I'm just like, you know, we're, and we're at the bar and they're ordering their drinks. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, am I supposed to pay for her best friend? Like, does she expect me to pay for all of us? Or like, are they, is her best friend going to pay for herself? You know, like, you know how much a drink costs at a bar. So imagine how much a drink costs at a bar downtown, especially when it's supposed to be quote unquote upscale. So I'm just thinking like, man, this is uh really getting weird. So I ordered my drink. I'm, and I'm just thinking like, I'm going to have one drink, you know, hopefully they only have one drink and like, we'll just leave it at that. Cause I didn't, I didn't mind paying for the three of them. Cause I was just, you know, just trying to go with it. You know, she's an Instagram model looking woman. Like this is the big time. Like this is what you do. So I got like some kind of pear flavored drink or whatever. And they got their drinks and like, we're just sitting there drinking. And the next thing you know, the girl that I'm supposed to be on a date with, she's just like, man, you know what? I'm like really hungry. And her friend is like, yeah, I'm hungry too. And they asked for a menu from the bartender and he gives us all menus. And I'm just looking like, you see these fucking prices? Like. We, we can't just be eating like in whatever, but they ordered some appetizers and they started eating them. I didn't get anything. So I'm like, I'm not trying to run the bill up any higher, but you know, as time went on, they started ordering more and more shit. Like just like, can we get some of these? Can we get some of these? Can we get some of these? And like, you know, 30 minutes into it, I'm just sitting there like looking like, dude, this is like. $200, worth of fucking food right now. Not even counting the drinks. So yeah, I had two more drinks. And the fucking bartender is looking at me like, are you fucking sure? You, you, he's like, he's looking at me like, you don't look like somebody that can pay for what's happening right now. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm looking at him like, I'm definitely not somebody that can pay for what's happening right now. So I'm... All of this yeah. through a glance. So I'm, I'm looking at the girl, you know, that I want to go on a date with. And I'm just like, is she fucking crazy? Like, what is she doing? Like, I can't, I can't afford all of this. But... For some reason, I didn't say anything, and it just kept going on and on and on, right down to the end where they ordered some cookies just for dessert. And I'm like, man, these are like some hungry women to be so good looking or whatever. But the girl uh, went to the washroom, and it was just me and her best friend. And her best friend looks at me, and she had on like the, the kind of outfit like where she had like a lot of cleavage on. And she had like, you know, she she had a good deal going on there, but... She, she turns and she looks at me and she's like, you know, which one of us do you think has like the nicest set of, you know, titties or whatever? And I'm just thinking like, is this a trap? Like, is, is that why she's here? Like, so she can see if like I'm the kind of guy that would like go after her best friend while she went to the washroom. And I'm just like, I don't have anything to add to that. I mean, I think it's pretty apparent, you know, which one of you has the best set of knockers or whatever. But, uh, you know, so the girl comes back from the bathroom. The bartender's looking at me. And I'm like, I guess we're done. 
and he puts the bill on the table, and of course it's like three hundred something dollars. And the girl that I'm trying to date, she takes the bill and she looks at it and she says, "Oh wow, like that's not as much as I thought it would be." And she takes out her debit card and she pays for the fucking receipt. And I'm just like, "Oh my god, thank God," because I didn't know I didn't know what the fuck was about to happen here. <laughs> but anyway, she I know I know this is turning into a long story. Card. But long story short, like it was just a strange date because like her family was there, you know, because at, at some point in the night. Like her family show because we never went to the movies. We ended up walking around downtown, but I thought we were going on a date. But I ended up hanging out with her and her best friend. But it was, you know, it was fun. But it was definitely strange. So that's my story. I totally forgot about that story. But you remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. Like, I remember <laughs> hearing about that live. I remember you texting me from there saying, "Oh my god, dude! Oh my god! I don't know how I'm gonna pay this bill." <laughs> Like, that's all my money. It was bad. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was going to say something crazy. Isn't that... No, didn't, didn't you have a threesome with them? <laughs> Later on? Uh, that, oh, that, wrong, that, that's wrong. a good one, too. But <laughs> I was hoping you would tell your threesome <laughs> story as your, <laughs> your awkward date. That's what I was yeah. hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come and say no. Okay. All right. So let's let's go with my story. My story, I'm going to keep it really short and simple. It was, um, it was a few years back. I was hanging out with my girlfriend as a friend, not girlfriend as lover. But um, so my girlfriend, and she was dating this one guy. And he was like, oh, you know, I have my friend with me. So how about we do a double date? So I did a blind double date with this guy. Now, he looks nice. He was he was good looking. He was a little short, but I mean, whatever. And he was nice and whatnot. So we were talking. We went to some diner. Uh, we were talking, and then next thing you know, he just leans over. And he says, I just want to grease your scalp. And I was like, what? As a black woman, we want to put some grease on my scalp? Who the heck says that? And I was just like, oh, okay. He's like, no, no, no. I'm really, really, really good at greasing scalps. And I was like, oh, okay then, alright. <laughs> I was like, at that moment, maybe we shouldn't go on another date. But I ended up going on another date. And in the end, he ended up greasing wow. my scalp, and it was amazing. But that was my most awkward date <laughs> ever. That, he wanted to grease my that scalp. That sounds a lot about how both he And was, I ended up though. letting him <laughs> a few dates later, and it was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was he was very interesting. It didn't go anywhere. We have to get my scalp. I was just like, oh yeah, you know. I want to grease your he scalp. Weird because he did enjoy. It was like a fetish so, for him. So 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 that's a tip for like all the guys out there. Like if you're ever on a yeah, date with somebody, tell them that. Like you just look at them. Like, <laughs> I, I want to take this. I want to take this. Slippery. I'm trying to Don't like, tell like, a black like, woman like, that. Like, you know what? I really just want to braid your hair. Or like, I know. I, I would be like, um. Oh. I mean, because it's not really sexual, right? <laughs> so. Okay. You just don't say it on the first date. Just like you don't bring your best no. friend with you. And you don't try to, like, put your tongue down somebody's mm-hmm. throat when you just took them to, like, Subway or something. Just don't do it. 
Well, it wasn't a date. Well, my story was it. If a <laughs> but guy I didn't think it was. Shit. As a date, he would not get another one. Oh. <laughs> That's not a date. If it's anywhere where you can stand up at the menu and order. It's not a date. Yeah. You well, okay, maybe that's a conversation. But that's good. For, for that's a, a, a good uh, episode, bridge but... to kind of what we wanted to get into next, which is the <laughs> uh, romance and relationships and how to keep it alive and how it dies, kind of. Um, you know, maybe maybe Jessica's not to something. Maybe when you set the tone of a relationship with a date at a place like that. But are you saying, like, that's how you should court a woman is by taking her to a place like that or is that how all of your dates should be well not all of them of course in the beginning it's when you really want to show your aging so you have to take the lady i'm the person i'm very old school men take women on dates women do not take men on dates they can take their boyfriend on a date but when you're trying to become her boyfriend you take her on dates but yeah so he he's supposed to take you to a nice restaurant it doesn't have to be uber expensive there are some places where you can get a meal for $75 and have the napkin placed on your lap but um you just don't do fast food if he's taking yeah know, that's like, not expensive yeah. for, two, for two people think about it for two, for two people that's not a lot <laughs> that isn't man we, but if we he starts off I paid the bill with like 55 for four of us <laughs> But it's different now. Yeah. No, but I mean, I think I think Jessica is right, and and I mean, this is, for the most part, I think she's right. Like when you are trying to date a woman, traditionally, um, you should be the one uh, picking her. I mean, you can meet somebody somewhere, sure, but I mean, you should be the one picking her up. You know, having flowers, plans like, but that that's don't like to bring flowers anymore. If I if, if you want to go, I mean, but I that flowers. I mean, having flowers on the first date, but on yeah, the first date, first date. I mean, maybe. that just that just comes off oh. as like kind of. Okay, cheesy. we no. It, okay, maybe for a man, just but cheesy. we are women, and we're telling you if a guy showed up and he had flowers, we would love that. And the odds so of maybe you getting guys. Late might be a little bit higher. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tip: bring flowers. <laughs> yes, and open her car door. Open every single door. That is extremely important. And that should be for the remainder of the relationship. I don't care if you guys are 90 years old. He should always open your door. That's just my rule. Yeah. I, uh, something that always comes up in conversations about first dates uh, with me is people ask, like, so, like, what if you're on a date with a woman and you're at a restaurant and you're both sitting down at the table and they gave you the menu? And, you're, and as the man, you're just like, yeah, you know, get whatever you want because you're paying for it. And, like, the woman gets, like, the most expensive thing, the most expensive drink and the most expensive meal. And, like, she goes straight for the filet mignon, whatever. Like, you know, would, would, that, would that change my opinion of her? Or, like, would that affect anything about the date? And I'm like, on, on one hand, it's like, I did tell you mm-hmm. to get whatever you wanted. So I can't get mad if you get exactly what she wanted but i do feel like i would look at her differently if she got like the most expensive stuff on the menu because i would just be maybe like, she on, likes like, it like, i know i mean I'm, i wouldn't i wouldn't treat her any differently but i don't know if she is somebody that i would like oh i'm gonna stick with this one because that's that's happened before 
And I didn't, like, treat her any differently. Like, it didn't change the tone of the date, but it did make me think, like, really? Like, you went for the most expensive thing? It, like, you have no... It kind of feels like that's what she's in for, right? Like, it kind of felt like, you know what, he's out here buying me... Or, or, she's, or she's... Yeah, or she's trying to tell you, you know, if you want to date somebody like me, like, you got to have this kind of money. Because, like, I... And, and I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, it's no fucking way you eat filet mignon, like, any time you go out. Like, if you were out here by yourself right now... You wouldn't get that shit. Like, there's no fucking way you would. So, for you to get it because I'm paying for it, it's not going to determine if I'm, like, going to, like, not have fun for the rest of the day or stop talking to you. But it's just something that you make a mental note of. Like, this bitch this got the bitch. most expensive <laughs> drink. Because, I mean, I don't know. But that's... <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm just a certain way, like, when it comes to money. Like, when people are like, you know, I'm going to take you out, like, and, and, you know, I'm paying for this meal... I get what I would normally get if I was paying for it. Like, if, if, if my parents take me out and they're like, yeah, get whatever you want. Like, I'm not going to take my parents to the cleaners just because they're paying for it. I'm going to get the eight-ounce steak because that's what I normally get when I'm paying for it. Like, I, or if April's parents takes us out, you know, we kind of got into it about that because she's just like, don't get something that's, like, too cheap. Like, you don't, like, get, like, my dad is paying for this. Like, you know, get something good and i'm just like but i don't want something good i want what i would get if i was paying for it. like i'm not gonna like balls. get the most ex- right shut up but <laughs> <laughs> not not just spaghetti and meatballs but you know the eight ounce steak mm-hmm. but that's just me so I, I i do feel like guys if you're out there and you're dating somebody like yeah you should pay for stuff on a date but like pay attention to like what they get because if, if she gets like the 15 dollar you know, I mean, it depends on where you go. If it's fifteen dollars, it is not a good no. piece of steak. Well, yeah, it's not. No, it's gotta be like forty okay, bucks. Okay, Coleman. <laughs> so every time you have a fucking steak, it's it's like thirty five dollars, yeah. right? You go to Applebee's right? to get a steak, Coleman. You don't go to Applebee's for steak. No, but some people go to Applebee's on first dates. Like it, it, it just depends on who you're dating. Yeah, it depends on the demographic. You guys, you got like because because Jessica, you know, I know. The, the the kind of guys that you go out with, you go to like oh fucking four or five star restaurants, like seventy five dollar piece of steak, you know, more mm-hmm. steakhouse, that kind of things. Everybody, that's not everybody's first date. Some people's first date is like yeah, we're going to the movies, and then we're going to Fridays, you know, like that kind of thing. Mm. I and it's nothing wrong with that. The chicken dish because chicken says a lot about you. You're not going into <laughs> the high like. <laughs> You're not going into steak, which is really expensive, but you're not going to pork, which is kind of a little less. <laughs> so chicken and pasta are my go-to. And that's what I like. Like, that's what I like to eat. And like like Coleman said, I never go and order a steak. And even if I'm going out, like, for a company meal, I won't order the steak. The only time I have steak is if I'm at a wedding or, or like, yeah, if it's at, like, a lower-class steak. <laughs> um or if it's, like, the company holiday party and they have steak. Like, I never, because, I don't know, maybe maybe just where we come from. Even if, if I had, like, all kinds of money, I wonder if I would order steak. Maybe the first couple of times. I would order steak, especially if it's medium, because it tastes <laughs> amazing. It is. It's delicious, and that's why you can't <laughs> overdo it. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, so, I mean, we can all agree that but we probably can't all agree on this. But I just feel like if you tell a woman, like, you know, I'm paying, like, it's already assumed that I'm paying for this. So, like, you know, order whatever you want. But I, I've never been out with a woman that I was, like, going on a date with. And I was just like, yeah, order whatever you want. Like, it's just always been assumed that I'm paying for this. 
mm-hmm. and they just get what they get. Can I just throw this out there? When I'm on a date, I'm not even looking at prices when I order from the menu. I'm just looking at what I want to eat. And if it just so happens to be the most expensive, I'm like, it was done on purpose. So maybe the women are not doing it on purpose. They're just looking at what they want to eat, and they choose that. That's possible. I look at the prices before I even look at the meals. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, Stephanie, no. Oh, my do you do that? Like, you open a menu, and you're like, holy fuck, all these fucking... I'm all about looking at the prices. $20 and up, I can't even look in this section anymore. Back to the appetizers. Yeah. Like, I could probably but, eat an appetizer salad as a meal. <laughs> but, I mean, and, and, and that's what, I mean, I know, like, you have to go out, you gotta, you gotta do the whole dating thing, like, even when you're in a relationship, like, you have to go out, but that's what gets me sometimes, is just, like, these places are fucking people in the ass. Like, the, 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 the amount of money that you pay for the food that you're getting, like, you could buy so much more food and, and just make it yourself, you know? It's about the quality. Say, Yes, it's about the quality and it's about the ambiance, but like, like I don't know, like it just pisses me off when I have to pay like five, six dollars for a beer, and it's like, dude, you know, for that, that amount of money, I can get like a whole pack of beer. Oh my god, going to baseball know? games is the worst. <laughs> yeah, they charge you like seven, eight dollars for a glass of wine. It's like, dude, I get a whole bottle of fucking wine. Not a good one, but yeah, for what? <laughs> for what you're charging me? So, uh-huh. but I mean, and. and to keep the whole topic going, like romance and relationships, how, how about this? Uh, why is it so hard for women to just be on time? My my whole thing is is that you, for the most part, you're not paying for it. You, you probably didn't plan a date. You're not providing the transportation. Like all you have to do is get ready and just be yourself. You know, like that's all you have to do. So like, is it too much to ask that you just do that and be on time? Like if I say I'm gonna be there at 7 30 you can't just be ready at 7 25 like you have nothing else to do you said you're gonna get be ready at 7 30 i'm gonna be ready at 7 35 but <laughs> but why do you gotta be late you just gotta you but just gotta do it sometimes things just... happen in the mm-hmm. in the process of beauty making you know like yes. sometimes mm-hmm. it's a humid day and your hair is just not doing what you want it to do or it's it's hot and your makeup isn't setting or you know mm-hmm. like you have to you have to be perfect and sometimes things go wrong. Exactly. Yeah. You guys don't understand that. You don't have to do anything <sighs> except put some deodorant and cologne on. And mean we don't have to do everything. I just okay. said we have to do everything else. We have to get ready. We have to drive to your place. Get we have ready to plan it out. Like we have to two minutes for you. <laughs> yeah, but you have like all day, probably. Now she has a life. If you gotta, I mean, but if I'm going, if we're going out on at home, they have to go to work. They have to check emails. They have to get ready. They have to shave because if a woman, if you're gonna date with a woman with like hairy armpits or something, you're gonna talk about her to your friends. So she has to shave. She has to make sure she smells nice. Her hair looks nice. Her makeup. You have to shave everywhere, everywhere, not just your arm. You gotta shave every follicle. It's so annoying. It is. (laughs) If if you're going on a date on a Saturday. Uh-huh. Nine times out of ten, a woman is going to spend like three to four hours getting ready for that date, right? Ooh, that's a lot. And I, and I feel <laughs> like a lot of that time, you're just like laying around, just texting your friends like, I wonder like how this fucking day is going to go. And you text your friends for like two hours. 
And then all of a sudden, you look at the clock, and it's like, oh, he's going to be here in like an hour and 30 minutes. And that's when you start getting ready. You know, yeah. you know, I'm not in the, in the dating industry right now, but this, this goes for getting ready to go anywhere for me. Like, um, and I know it's different because I have kids, but say my kids were gone for a little while. I, I would literally wait until the last hour to start getting ready, too, probably, because... I mean, it's not a first date for me anymore, so it's really not as important to, to look A-class. But mm-hmm. you kind of just think, oh, an hour's a long, a long enough time. You know, like, I could get it all done in an hour. And then, like I said, shit happens when you're in there. And then, yeah. and then there's the man, like, tapping his foot, just staring at you while you're in the mirror. Like, come on. Because you guys take forever, forever. And it's just like, oh, my God, dude. There is like, a lot that goes into it, and you don't complain when you no, but Nobody's looking at you. Oh, everybody's looking at you. No, nobody's looking at you guys. And if people are looking at you guys, they're looking at you for the wrong reason. Like, oh, look at that ass. Like that. Like nobody's looking at anybody. That's right? not the wrong reason. So, that might be a good thing for some people. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, like, because you, you spend so much time getting ready, and it's just like, I think you look good. I thought you looked good 30 minutes ago before you added everything else. Well, so, of course can't you did, be because you just wanted to get out the door. Tell you, man, like. So, are you talking more so like you live with your significant other, and then you're watching them get ready? Because if you're just picking up the girl, what? you don't know she looked good before. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, I had to know you look good to ask you out on a date. So, if we're talking about that half of it, I know you look good because I've seen you looking good. So, the 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 thing about the makeup and the eyelashes and all that shit you guys do is that, yeah, it looks nice, but I mean. If, if, if you're with somebody that you really think is attractive, it's kind of like putting tinted windows on a Lamborghini or something but like that. But it just feels like, good to look good. I know, and I know, and I know you guys do it to feel good, and it's more for yourselves than it is for us, because I got to tell you, from a man's standpoint, like, we really don't care about all of that. It's just like, you know, as long as you're not coming out the house looking like a fucking uh, Jabba Wookiee. What? Or a, a, a booger wolf. <laughs> so you're saying we don't need Jessica, to shave? I, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You, you should shave, shave, but how long does it take to fucking shave? But then don't how long does it take to shave? A long it takes time. a long time. <laughs> a long time. Yes. yes. How about so we, how do you shave you and then you can see how long yeah. it takes? <laughs> Both no, ways. I know how long Both it takes ways. me to shave because I shave, no, right? You shave and it your, doesn't take you that shave long. Your face, okay? We're talking about both right. full legs. We're talking about armpits. We're talking about other areas. Just cut it off. <laughs> Just cut it off. Just shave it off. What do you? What? What? Why is it taking thirty because minutes? Because you can't like have prickles. You can't miss any spots. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know nothing. <laughs> What what what's the other aspect of it? Because you you brought this topic up, Stephanie. So you were talking about like gifts. Yeah. So like, what I really like wanted to go into was, okay. So we we get past that courting phase, and you're like, okay, we like each other. We're gonna get into a relationship, and you have to keep spark alive somehow. Um, otherwise, it gets boring. And uh, I just wanted to hear everybody's personal stories on on what you guys do or what you think about, you know, like five years, six years down the line, what are you guys doing to keep the spark alive? Are you still getting flowers or surprise gifts or, you know, going on dates and things like that? 
Well, only one of us is, well, Jessica's single right now. She's but I was in a relationship for five years. All right, so do you want to go or do you want me to go? I'll just go because mine is really easy. We were together right, for ahead. five years and the romance died. He did nothing. So that's why we're not together. So I don't know. I think you still should go on dates. The woman should take time to get ready. She should take time to, like back when they first started dating. And he should bring her flowers. I just think you have to do those things to keep the spark or else you'll be like me, single. I feel like you should get flowers more when you're in a relationship than yes, when you're Yes, you dating. should. You should. And I feel like it shouldn't be this like, oh, fuck, it's Valentine's Day, god damn it, I have to order all this shit, and it's like... Like, you should want to do that stuff. Like, you should want to do nice mm-hmm. things for the other. And not just men to women, but women to men, too. I feel like the little things like, you know, surprise coffees or surprise, I saw something at the store and I thought about you because you like this. Like, that should never go away. And if it does mm-hmm. on one person's side, then eventually the other person is going to feel like they're the only one still interested in keeping this alive. And, and that's when it dies, in my opinion. In so many words. Well, in so many words. Um, from from a man's perspective, I mean, I, I and I'm not trying to like put myself on the pedestal, but I I am different than most guys because most guys are like you know like you said like Valentine's they come up and they're just like oh fuck like I got to do all this stuff. Um, but for me, it's just like I might not think it's like super important like i feel like oh valentine's day is just like a fucking made-up holiday or whatever but i do understand that it is important you know to a woman um because it's 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 a day like where at least internationally like you're supposed to feel special as as a one not not just as a a woman but i mean it is more but it is right but i mean but but it's like it's like 90 percent for women on valentine's day so i don't I feel like, and, and I always make an effort, you know, to um, do the right thing on Valentine's Day because that's what you're supposed to do, especially for somebody that's your girlfriend, you know? Like, if it's your girlfriend or somebody's with you, like, you should, like, make them feel special as much as you can. But if it's, like, a special day to make them feel really special, then you should do it because they don't have to be with you and they don't have to share their company with you, like... Mm-hmm. It, it, it could all go away in, in a heartbeat, and if it goes away, like you'll be looking like, well, I don't fucking understand what happened. Like, you know, I was here, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was, I'm alive. Like, why did she leave me? <laughs> <laughs> As if that was good enough. No, but I mean, but, but no, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but but no, no, but I mean, you should, you should try to, but I mean, I feel like that's common sense. But do you enjoy like doing it? it? That's how I know. Do you enjoy doing it? Or do you just do it because you think that's what you're supposed to do? Yeah. Well, that's a big question. <sighs> And you're asking me? Yeah, you personally. Well, like, well, and yeah. I mean, like this past Valentine's Day, like, I mean, you guys already know, but it the listeners beautiful. don't know. Like, I, it was beautiful. yeah, like I really, you know, I, I, I got off from work early. I picked up a bunch of stuff and like I decorated the house. Steak. You know, and I cooked the <laughs> steak. You know, pink and red. Ooh. Like, like I, like, wow. like I really went out of my way uh, to surprise her. You know, and to make her happy on Valentine's Day. And um. How could I put this? Like, like personally, I just feel like, oh, it's just another fucking holiday. But I do, I, I want her to feel special, you know? Like, if, if all your friends have boyfriends or whatever or husbands and they're going out of their way or, like, doing something, you know, putting some effort into this holiday, 
and you're the one person who's like, no, you didn't do shit for me. Like, I just came home and he was just like, hi, you know, and, and nothing. Then she's gonna feel bad because like all of her friends are like Man, and being that's shown. Exactly how that shit goes over here. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, but but you know, so I feel like eh, you know, it's not like the holiday itself isn't super important uh-huh. to me. Like I would I wouldn't so care if she was like. Do you enjoy doing it? Yeah, I, okay. I enjoy making. So I enjoy making. So then men should enjoy doing happy. it, so they can't use it as. Because it's, it's not about the holiday. It's just mm-hmm. about showing your significant other, like, I care about you mm-hmm. and I want to show you that you are special. So I don't I, mean, I don't understand, and this is why I say I'm different from most guys. I don't understand, like, why that's such a bad thing because most guys are just like, man, you fucking soft-ass nigga. Like, you making this look bad out here. And it's just like, why? Because I'm showing the person I'm with that I'm happy to be with them and I want mm-hmm. them to feel special. Like, that's... That's good. It, it, it's just this weird thing with like guys where it's just like, well, she doesn't want to have sex with me, and it's just like, yeah, because you don't do shit, and it's just like if you made her feel special and like treated her like she was special, she would be trying to fuck you all the time. Like that's the secret mm-hmm. to like having a lot of sex in a relationship, you know? At, at least in a relationship, like when you're single and at you're dating somebody, like without kids. Yeah. <laughs> because even kids, even with kids, maybe, I just feel yeah, like maybe. if I yeah, I can see. I don't know. It's just different after you have kids. You're just like tired, and like that is the last, the very last thing on your mind. But I do agree that if certain aspects change, you know, and if there was that little like that little spark of like I, I did something nice for you, like yeah, that would probably definitely like flare up some hormones. And yeah, I, I agree. Mm. I'm sure Jessica agrees too, but oh, no, I well, I don't have kids, so I don't know, but I will hope that no, no, I'm just well, not, not, no, general. I'm just talking about like overall, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, will you get laid more if you're romantic? Um, I'm just a pretty nice person. You get laid either way, but you probably won't keep me if you're not romantic. Oh, don't don't put that in there. No, but it's, it's true though. Like you won't. A lot, a lot of people don't understand, it, and it goes both ways. I mean, it's not just about the guy making uh, the woman feel special, but it's also about the woman making the guy feel special. But I mean, women do it. They wear matching bra and panty sets. That took thought. We match for you, so when you take the clothes off or we're getting ready for bed, you see it. Men just but get I, lazy. Well, it's, but I mean. There, there's like sexual romance and then there's like everyday romance like everyday romance is just like hey i was out today and i bought you this because i know you like it and i was just thinking about you you know but women just do that in general like even when they have kids they think about their kids they think about the person they love mm-hmm. so it's not but like some, we some, don't have to think about it we do it some some women don't do like that automatic. some women just feel like yeah but some women don't do that some women are just like i'm such a catch like i'm me like, I should just be receiving. Like, you, you see all these posts on Facebook talking about, like, I want a man that does this, that, and the third. And it's just like... What are you doing? And, 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 and it goes both ways. But you have to be worthy of what you want. And it goes that way for men, and it goes that way for women. Like, anytime you, like, have all these demands, like, I want a guy that does this, and that, and this, that, and the third. And it's just like, well, what do you fucking bring to the table? Like, what's so... Like, what are you going to do? You know? Like, you have I'm gonna to I'm going to do be, most of the cooking... Whatever you do, but I'm just saying, like, whatever whatever you want in life, you have to be worthy of it. Like, you just don't get something because you want it. Like, you have to be worthy. Like, you don't just wake up and say, I want to be 
a movie star and it just happens like you have to be worth that dream well then it, you know? it goes back to, to be... the initial days of dating of all the work that you put in so mm-hmm. because as much as the men asked us on the date and you were interested in us we said yes which says that we're interested in you too so I feel like both people need to work equally as hard and and just because you've been in a relationship for five years doesn't mean it needs to turn into uh, oh you know what it's your birthday next week so let's go to the store and get you something like no like you should still make the effort the effort should never die do you guys feel like there's an art to romance as far as what do you mean? Um, yeah. I think it, no, just I, like, wait, let me just say, I do think that, so have you guys heard of, um, like the five or the six love languages? I do yeah. think people relate, like people fall under a category. I actually fall under all. So, like the art to romance, yes, but then it's more like knowing your person and knowing It definitely is psychological. Language. Like, there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of psychology involved in well what i mean by art is just like you could like say like okay my boyfriend's birthday is coming up and i want to get him something and then like a week before his birthday you tell him like all right you know i got 300 dollars, so like you want to go to the mall and pick out a birthday present like that's not as exciting as knowing what to get him and then his birthday shows up and then you just give it to him and you're like bam like surprise like you didn't even see this coming you know, like, there's an art to romance. Like, you can't just tell somebody, like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do, and you should be happy and feel like this is romance because I'm doing it. Like, you have to, you know, like, it's just the way that you go about doing it, you know? Like, April didn't know that I was doing all that shit on Valentine's Day. Like, I didn't tell her, like, yeah, on Valentine's Day, I'm going to, like, decorate the house and cook for you and, like, give you gifts. You know, because don't you think, like, if I told her... A week ahead of time, that's what I was... Right, it would have just been like, oh, well... I knew this was coming, fucking so... <laughs> right, so it's not, it's not... It's it's nice because you do it, but it's not as nice if you just did it and tried to be, like, cinematic about it, you know? Mm-hmm. You guys agree? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I have, I have a little clip here that I, I read online from uh, LiveScience.com. It's uh, the 13... Um, it's like scientifically proven signs that you're in love and this is just one that stood out to me the last one it says the spark is gone unfortunately being in love usually doesn't last forever it's an impermanent state that either evolves into a long-term codependent relationship that psychologists call attachment or it dissipates and the relationship dissolves if there are physical or social barriers inhibiting partners from seeing one another regularly for example if the relationship is long distance then the in love phase generally lasts longer than it would otherwise. So, you know, we always, Coleman, you and I always talk about like, there's that time period right in the beginning where it's like euphoric when you first meet somebody and it's just like, oh my God, where's this person been all my life? And it's like, that dies. Like, and it's scientifically proven that just goes away. Like, and things change after you get used to someone. But I feel like, I feel like there should still be moments throughout throughout every year that you're reminded like okay this is why I fell in love with you to begin with mm-hmm. I mean I agree but I mean that that it just goes into like this thing of her like yeah things can die down but I mean if if it's really meant to be like you'll keep it going you know like some people they are like 
they do good for like a year or two and then like five years into it they start falling apart and it's just like well it just wasn't meant for you to be together like Mm -hmm. if it was meant for you to be together like that would have never happened because but how do you know know, if it's meant like you know like is there any way to know that in the beginning or you literally just have to put the years in and find out (laughs) you have to put the years in i think you have to put the years in but i mean it you you can't be afraid to be all in like i mean when you're with somebody mm-hmm. in a relationship or a marriage like it's an all in kind of thing and it's just like there is no like i have my defenses up it's just like mm-hmm. you know what like i'm trusting this person like we're a team and like it's scary it's scary every it day is. i completely i agree with you coleman like people i think now in today's age where a divorce is like if it doesn't work out if you're not doing what i want i'll divorce you but people forget that you're not going to always be in love and you have to start trying. Like, you have to try to make it better if you care about this person. Instead of just giving up, just saying, no, he doesn't do it. Oh, well. You got to try. Yeah. Or he, you gotta like, work. he doesn't want to change. I already know that about him. So this is not going to work. I mean, if, if, oh, if yeah, you're in a, get a divorce. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if, if you're in a bad situation and, like, nobody's changing and you're just, mm-hmm. like, you disagree on a fundamental level about how things are supposed to be then maybe it's just not meant for you to be together. And that's okay. It is so okay to just say, like, you know what? It's not working out for me. It's not working out for you. Like, let's just make a break here and just go our separate ways. Like, it is so okay to do that. And it should be, like, it should be done instead of dragged out because then that just makes a more toxic environment for for both people. But... But then people should try. If it's just like the spark situation, like, oh, you know, he doesn't excite me or he doesn't make me feel loved right now, I do think you should try. But if it's just like, oh, he's an alcoholic or, oh, he's cheating or, oh, he's not paying the bills, he's keeping his money and leaving it for me, then you should think about separating. But if it's just like sparks, you guys, I think people should try. They should at least try. And then if it doesn't work out, then. then I think like communication is key, too. Oh, that is so important. Communication is the most important part to yeah. me about a lot of this. Because if you don't talk to somebody and, and tell them how you're feeling, and if they don't listen and vice versa, then it's just not going to work. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can expect somebody to know what you're thinking when you're not saying mm-hmm. it. That, that leads to assumptions. Yeah. And uh, just based off of body language and stuff like that, you can't really <laughs> can't really figure it out just, just on that. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Absolutely. I, I feel like, but to, to bring it all home, like when it comes to romance and relationships, like it is, it is important and you know, it, it can be a hassle and it can cost money. I mean, on both sides, but I mean, I, I feel like if you're with somebody that you really care about, it's worth it. Like you want to impress them. You want them to be happy. You want them to feel loved and you want them to feel special. Like, I feel like, man or woman no matter who you're with like if it's serious you should always have that feeling of like i know you could be with anybody else right now in the whole world like you could be with anybody but you're with me and i'm happy with you're with me and i'm going to show you that i'm happy that you're with me and it's nothing wrong with that that that's common sense like you know you can't want somebody to make you feel special and expect to not give them something back you know to bring it back to what you were saying about how like you know, guys will give you shit like, oh, you're making us look bad, but it's like, 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 okay, well then, why are you with this person? You know? 
in a serious relationship? Why are you even with them if you're still thinking that you look soft? Like, you're supposed to because you're in a serious relationship. Uh, I get, like, if you're, I mean, if you're I... dating somebody, like, if you're just like, oh, yeah, we went on a couple of dates, but it's Valentine's Day, and I bought her a fucking Louis Vuitton purse, okay, maybe I would say you look a little soft because there's no, like, there's no, <laughs> you know, like, contract that you guys are in a serious relationship, and, but, but when you're in, you're in it, and you're living with somebody, and you're like, you know, you're going forward with your adult life, then I don't think that there's anything soft about it. Well, yeah, and, and I've gotten that criticism before, but it's funny because, like, a lot of guys will be with a woman, and, like, the woman will be great, and they'll be shitty, and then a woman will leave them, and they'll be like, oh, I don't understand what the fuck happened, dude. Like, I just don't understand why she left me. And it's because you didn't act like you wanted her to be with you. Like, you just took it for granted. Like, well, we're together because we say that we're together, so, like, that's it. Like, that that's all it takes. And that's not all it takes. And if you lose a woman because you're not acting like you want her to be with you then it's on you like i don't i don't i don't blame you or blame her i should say i have a question Mm -hmm. for jessica yes since you went through the long-term relationship and now you're in the single life like what is your ultimate goal are you enjoying the single life more than being in one relationship or is the goal to find one person to just lock it in with um honestly i have to say that both being single and being in, being in a relationship have their perks and their cons. For me personally, my goal I don't I don't know. I do want to I do want to get married like I do. Um there's no rush. I hope by the time I'm 30 I'm married. Um but I I enjoy dating. I enjoy meeting new people and like you know that moment we were talking about when you first meet someone and you really like them. It's fun to experience it with multiple people. That probably sounds really horrible, but you can have that excitement, like that lust for multiple people. And it's just like, okay, let's see where this leads. That, but uh, in the end. It's like a drug addiction. I read that on this website, too. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> no, it's really like, um, really like it's, it, they, they've compared brains and like that feeling right there. You can get like, you know, you just get like addicted to find, to feeling that. No. You are an addict. I have a problem. I have a problem. Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm addicted to dating guys in the beginning and then stop dating them once the I'm addicted to the spark. <laughs> right. No, but I do want to get married. I do want that, but I the reason the main reason why I enjoy dating is because I'm learning what I don't want in a spouse. And I feel like from dating different people, you get to see like I can handle this, I can't handle this. And I feel like it's making me a better person for the person I'm going to marry. And it may actually end up being like that one marriage because I've dated a lot of people and I've known like, oh, if you don't floss, I cannot be with you. Like little simple things, but still all the way up to if you don't have a good credit score, I can't date you. Or if you freaking don't like to clean that was a really big issue that i've now realized cleaning is very important and dating guys helps me realize that i just i can't do it that's and how you handle finances and if you like going places like what kind of dates do you take me on like it's not all about just dinner are we gonna do something fun like let's go to the batting cages 
I want that in a spouse who continues to do those things. So yeah, so I like dating and I like being in a relationship, but my dating is helping me hopefully find the one relationship where it'll be the final one and then it's marriage. And it'll probably be you great know, because you'll be so in tune with yourself mm-hmm. yeah. from after all of it. And uh, and I think that's really important to keeping our relationship alive too is, is being in tune with yourself and having that confidence and self-esteem to be like, yeah, like I am a good catch and mm-hmm. vice versa yeah. and that's how it works out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, you know what it's really like, Stephanie? It's like, you know, you've moved to like a lot of different places, you know, since you've moved out of your father's house like you've lived in like various apartments and like houses and stuff like that and you all and like you told me before like you know like i'm always happy to move and live in a place but you know you always find something about a place that you don't like that when you get your next place you make sure it's not there or like that or that it has it so it's like it's like finding the right house for you you Mm -hmm. yeah if that's a good analogy that it really is I do. I do because tend to can... get very bored in in places, yeah. and you know, it can get like, especially when you have kids, it's like hard on them to move. Like my daughter's still talking about our old house and her new house and how she loves it. So, like for me, like I could find something even better than where I'm at right now. And and I moved a lot as a kid, so I think that's part of why I moved so much. But really, it's just like I get bored. And I was talking to my mom about this, and I'm like, you know, it's coming, it's becoming kind of costly to keep renting and moving every year. And eventually, I'm just gonna have to buy a house. And it scares me that I'm gonna have to lock in one house. It's gonna be my house mm-hmm. for at least mm-hmm. 15 years, 15 to 30 years. Well, like yeah, but I mean, that's what it's like, you know. And no, that's nerve wracking. No, I'm saying like with the but relationship, it, like yeah, you know, yeah. you, it's scary. You, you get tired of going from relationship to relationship, and you know, like eventually, like I am going to have to like decide like who I want to be with. I mean, a house is like you don't live in like one house for like the rest of your life, but some people do. But a relationship is just like if if you are trying to get married and you don't want to get divorced, and it is like going to be until I die, like you have to be sure that this is the person that I want to be with. Until I die. So let's bring you know? this back to the analogy. My mom's take on it was, you if you when you finally do lock in the relationship or a relationship the house, <laughs> when you finally do buy a house and you get that feeling after a year that I am really sick of this place, she's like, you need to start rearranging. You need to get new furniture, buy new pictures, change it up, change up the environment. So I guess I can go back to dating too. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. Absolutely. I like that analogy. It's really it's good. good. Yeah, yeah, it makes people understand it. That's <laughs> really good. I and you know what? I never thought about that, Coleman. Like you brought up a good a good point. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why we're here to like change each other's minds and make us think. Like, oh, I never thought of it like that. If 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 in any episode one of us can walk away from it and just say like, oh, I never thought about that before. You know, it's a even if it doesn't change your opinion, if, if you consider something, even our listeners, like if you can walk away and think like, I never considered that before. Like then we did our job for each other and mm-hmm. for you. Absolutely. But that's romance and relationships. One more topic we wanted to touch on was uh, texting versus talking. Um, phone conversations. Yeah. Phone conversations yeah. versus texting text conversations so you know we all come from a time when when texting had to be paid for there wasn't like unlimited and if you wanted to talk on the phone you had the house phone and you would just stay on the phone for hours and I feel like I'm kind of 
I kind of miss old times um, where, like, that was the way you got to know somebody and you actually got to hear their voice. And now I find that everything is done through text, even when you're talking to your boss about, like, calling off work. And where that's great because I hated having to call in and call off work and, like, especially if you're not really sick. But (laughs) (laughs) so I miss, like, the days when – when you were getting to know people that you would talk to them, even your friends. Like I used to sit on the phone with my friends for like hours talking about nothing. And it was kind of like you were in person just, just hearing, hearing their voice. And now mm-hmm. there's so much like miscommunication through text message. And it's kind of like that skit. Um, I don't know if you guys know the one I'm talking about, um, where, where the one guy, I forgot they're the comedians. They're on comedy central. You know, what I'm talking about Coleman. Is it like Keenan and or something? Oh, like? it's like something in pale or P. Key, key and pale or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where he's yeah. like, he's like, uh, oh, so are we going out? And he's just like, whatever. And he just chill at home. He's like, whatever. And then the other guy on the other end is like, whatever. Oh, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so and like that happens so often. Like that's a funny skit. And like he shows up at the bar with his baseball bat ready to fight, and the other friend is there with a drink for him, like greeting him. Like so many times, like that happens in text message. So I just kind of wanted to see where everybody stood on on that. Um, I guess I'll go first because yeah. I I suck at texting. I'm more of a phone conversationalist. So I still talk to my friends on the phone. Um, when I'm dating someone, I let them know. That's also one of the standard. How do you feel about phone conversations? Because I'm going to talk to you more on the phone than I do text. So I don't know. I love talking on the phone versus text because you can't, like you say, it could be misunderstood. But do you find that like a lot of people that you're dating or even new friends they go they go straight for the text message and you're just like no I'm going to call you. Um <laughs> uh, yeah and then when I don't respond they realize you know what I need to call this woman cuz she obviously does not know how to text. I just like <laughs> texting. Like why do I want to write it out? Unless I'm around people and I don't want them to hear the conversation, I'd rather just call you it's faster. And what's your take woman? I know how you feel about talking on the phone. <sighs> I mean, if there's something to talk about, I mean, if, if we're talking about just strictly dating, um, there there has to be something to talk about. And this is, I, I don't want to say it's more of a woman thing, but I mean, when I was out there, you know, doing the whole dating thing, like I would just hate when somebody would just call me and just not have anything to talk about because it's just like, you could have texted that. Like we could be texting right now. <laughs> and, and 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 I know Stephanie, you said like, oh, like I missed the time, like when people just talked on the phone. But that was a completely different time. Like that was a time where it was just like, no if you weren't media. by the phone, yeah. <laughs> well, with that, yeah. But if if you weren't by the phone that was in your house, then you weren't talking to anybody. But now we have a way to like talk to anybody either through text or on the phone whenever we want. So it's, it it kind of makes things like more and less important, like. In general, I don't like talking on the phone because most people are just like us. You know, what are you doing? And I'm just like, I'm just sitting here. Like, you could have fucking texted me and asked me that instead of interrupting me, not doing anything, just to <laughs> talk on the phone. You know, like yeah. But I mean, I, I I mean it. It just depends. Like, it just depends on who you're talking to and like who's in your life. Like, some people you can talk to them on the phone and you can be on the phone with them for hours, and it's like great. 
But sometimes some people call you and it's just like nothing. And 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 I hate and I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it because it's my show. Um, like sometimes my mother calls me, you know, and we'll be on the phone, and I'm I, and I'm looking at the clock like, man, we've been on the phone for like ten minutes, and this conversation is going nowhere. And like my mom seems kind of sad about it, like you know, like I'm your mother, like you know, like don't you miss me? Like, don't you have more to say to me? And I'm thinking like, mom, I do miss you and I do love you, but nothing's happening. Like (laughs) I'm sitting here, I'm I'm playing the game. Like nothing's happening. Like I went to work, I was at work for eight hours and then I came home. Like it, it, and it's not even just my mom, but it's just like people, anybody that says like, how was work? And it's like, (laughs) it was okay. Like I went to work for eight hours and I came home. Like it's work. Yeah, I still have a job. Like, I, f- I feel like, and, and this is like kind of going off on a tangent, but I feel like when it comes to work, like nobody's job is really that interesting, unless you're like a doctor or uh, somebody that digs up fucking dinosaur fossils. I mean, or or you stuck, yeah, or, or you're working with NASA's. Unless you're doing something like that, like your job really isn't that interesting for it to be like in a conversation. Like some people ask me, like, "Oh, so what do you do?" And I'm just like, "Why do you care?" Like I don't do anything. That's any more interesting than what you do, you know, like, and, and I learned that from the most from dating April, because like when I first started dating, I was like, man, like she's an attorney, like she passed the bar, like she has to have the most amazing life ever. And she's like, nah, it's really not that amazing. And like after dating her for so long and like just seeing like the ins and out of it, it's not that great. Yeah, she makes a lot of money, but mm-hmm. just to sit and talk about it, it's like, yeah, she does chapter 13 bankruptcies, like. People sign some papers, you know, they give her some money, and that's it. Like, that's her day. Like, it's not that interesting. Yeah. It's my job is interesting, and you never asked me how my day at work was. Because you went to work for eight hours, and then you went home. Uh, we have this Harry Potter book, but that's a different subject. I'm just saying my job is interesting. <laughs> Somebody, like, you can call me. You guys can call yeah. me and ask. Me. Oh, okay, okay. So you think like my job is so interesting? Like I can talk about it. Like, like today yeah. I did this, that, and the third. So like, if you if you call. were talking to a, a marine biologist and he's like, I'm out here in the ocean and like studying mm-hmm. shark life and like they're they're mating patterns. You're like, well, you know what? I Harry Potter. I would say Harry Potter, <laughs> the new book, the lady. Oh, the point is. I get trolls. <laughs> I work with children's books. It's very interesting. It, it is, but, <laughs> but you know what? That that's that's a good thing. Like if if you're out there and you have a job, and if it's like a nine to five or whatever, and you feel like this job is interesting, like I'm I'm so invested in this. That's great. Like you're doing something you love that that you love. But if they were like, all right, Jessica, we're not going to pay you anymore but can you still keep doing the same job like can you still do it like Hell that's, that's how no. that, that, but that's how you know that you have a job that you love when it's just like you know I'll do this shit for free yeah. like, I would I I show up and put on this Batman costume I'm Ben Affleck and I'm going to be fucking Batman for free you know that that's how you know you got a good job not, yeah. not, a, not a good job but an interesting job but if it's a just like I would do this shit for free you know, I kind of like thought about something with the phone conversations, like after you, you brought up your mom and Jessica brought up that people just know I'm not a texter. So usually like my mom doesn't like texting that much either because it's too much for her to say, especially because she never stops. And this is my <laughs> show too. So sorry, I said it. Um, 
like, so when, when her and I talk, it's always over the phone. And, it, and it'll turn into, like, an hour conversation. And it's just like, whoa, like, where did the time go? And it's just something that I know that it's not going to be a long conversation with her over text. So I guess that topic itself is is by person. <laughs> because usually, mm-hmm. I'm sure, Jessica, if anybody calls you, there's going to be a conversation. There's not going to be a whole bunch of awkward silence because that's, that's the best way that you communicate is over the phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It gets awkward over text. If like they say something, it's like, how should I reply back? You just maybe I should not say anything. (laughs) Yeah. Then you just like, Oh, well, like, Oh, she's ignoring me now because she didn't reply. (laughs) It's just weird. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like, if, if somebody calls you, and, and, you're, and they're just like, "What are you doing?" And it's like, really, you called me to ask me what I'm doing. Like, you could have yeah. texted that. Like, it's yeah. not a point. It's no point to starting a whole conversation. Like, oh, you know what I hate though? When you're on the phone with somebody and they're talking to somebody else in the background. Uh, I hang up on people. But you know what? Like, Kids just... don't count because it's different. But like, grown adults in the background yeah. they're talking to, and it's just like, why am I here? Why am I here right now? But yeah, I've had people call me before, and they've had like five other people in the background, and you're just like, "What'd you call me for?" And it's just like, "Oh, I just called to see what you were doing." Then they're like talking to other people in the background. And it's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you do that to somebody? It's not funny." Like I'm sitting here doing nothing, and you interrupted me doing nothing <laughs> to listen to your background. Fuck you. And you know what? The way I feel about phone calls these days is that if if it wasn't for being professional. My voicemail on my phone would be like, really? You fucking called me instead of texting me? Like, what's wrong with you? It's 2016. Text I leave me. voicemails, too. I was you do? That's, that's pretty outdated, but I, I leave do. a voicemail. I hate checking the voicemail. I hate it. What? No, it's awesome. <laughs> because, like, by the time you see you have a missed call, you just call the person back. And then it's like, oh, well, did you listen to my voicemail? No, tell me what you wanted. <laughs> I don't know, Coleman, do you feel that way? Yeah. Like I'll only ever leave I'm, a voicemail. I'm always, I'm always like, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always surprised when I get a voicemail. I'm surprised when anybody calls me because, like, outside of you and Jessica, like, if somebody or or April, like, if somebody calls me, it's just like you couldn't just text that dude. Like, I'm sitting here like not doing a fucking thing. All right. And you want to keep it that way. <laughs> and, and it's and it's better. And I feel like it's better to text people because, like, if I'm texting somebody. I can keep doing what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something or nothing, and I can just get back to you, like, all right, five minutes, ten minutes, like, however long it takes me to get back to text messages, like, you can still keep a conversation going, but talking on the phone is just like, dude, my phone is at 3% battery right now. (laughs) I'm, you know, lashed on to this fucking charger, holding this phone in my hand, it's getting hot, my ear is sweating. No, that's why you get an earpiece. It makes it so much easier. You can, you know, your headphones, put them in, you can move around. Or if you get, like, the Bluetooth one, you don't even need your phone next to you. You can go a couple of feet, and you're over here talking. It's it's amazing. You do have to and say I mean, it's there fine. are times, though, Coleman, when you need to get on the phone. When it's just like, you know what? Yeah. There, I mean, there are. Us, there are. plenty of times. Like, you know what? This is just too much, and, and my, my, I, my carpal tunnel is about to set in because it's way too much. <laughs> and you just have to get on the phone. <laughs> No, I mean, and I respect it. There are times when you talk on the phone to people, and, like, I, there are people that I can talk on the phone with for hours, and it's, like, you know, it's worthwhile. But some people, they call you, and it's just, like, dude, nothing's happening. Like, I went to work today. Like, I'm sitting at home. Like, there's 
and, and it's not even, and, and, you know, most friends aren't like that. It's mostly like your family members, or like your aunties and your uncles. Like, you never called me. Like, what are you doing right now? And it's like, dude, I'm not doing, I'm doing the same shit I was doing when I talked to you on the phone last week. Nothing. <laughs> text. Mm. Just text it. I know Wait, you're I 80. For you text. <laughs> no, I have a question for you guys. Okay. So, would you... How do you prefer to be contacted when you're with your significant other? Like, in first dates, would you rather the person text you, call you, and then during the relationship? Ooh, this is good one. Ooh, this is juicy. <laughs> <laughs> who, you, who wants to go? <laughs> well, <laughs> ideally, you should be able to call your friends or text your friends no matter who they're with or what they're doing. And they can no, just pick up that's the not the question just... she asked. No, it isn't. <laughs> No, I'm, but I'm, no, I'm saying I, I know it's like which would you prefer, but I'm saying ideally in a perfect world it should be both ways. Like you should be able to call or text anybody because that's how phones work, and they should either if they don't answer, they didn't answer. If they don't reply to a text, how do you prefer to be contacted by your significant other or when you were dating her? Go. <laughs> <laughs> Am I putting you on the spot here? <laughs> Probably, um... I can go if you want to think about it. It's, no, it's, no, it's this text message. Like What? Go, because you never know... Because if, if you're just talking just to talk, then you can, like, text somebody first and be like, hey, what are you up to right now? But, I mean, if you're, if you're dating somebody, you already know what they're up to. Like, if you're good at dating. Like, you already know, like, oh, I'm out with my family right now. Then you just know just to text them. But I feel like it's better to text somebody because there's no miscommunication. Because you could call somebody... And they could be like at the movies with their family or whoever doing something, and you could be like, he's in, he didn't answer my call. Like you can call him back, and he won't answer again. But he's not answering because his phone is on silent. So Here's- it, it's probably better to text somebody because you can just get like a clear assessment of like, all right, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. I can talk on the phone in 15 minutes. Let me get away. Like, here's my take on it, yeah. and this is where things get crazy. So when Cliff and I started dating, I guess, because we never really went on dates, well, when we got into it serious or getting to know each other, he called me. He called me all the time. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) this is so weird. Like, he's calling me and we're talking on the phone. Like, I haven't done this in years. But Mm -hmm. now, now we text. (laughs) I mean, he calls me still, like, every five minutes, and it's like Coleman <laughs> said, it's like, yeah, I know you're at work, and I know what you're doing while you're at work, and we live together, but this is where the disconnect is, <laughs> and this is why communication is key. When you start doing everything through text message, your serious conversations, your feeling, like, your feelings through text message, which can be construed over text message, you get into this pattern where the only way you can talk to the other is through text message because it just feels so awkward trying to talk about your feelings out loud sitting next mm-hmm. to each other. So, and this is kind of one of one of, part of the reasons I, I wanted to bring this topic up. Uh, I don't know if there are other people out there who this happens to, but literally I've gotten so used to like not talking about my feelings out loud with him that I have to do it through text message or he has to do it through text message because that's the only way that each of us gets a word in without a debate happening. I mean, a debate is probably still happening through text, 
but mm-hmm. but I I wanted to be where we can talk to each other, you know, like out loud, and that's how it should be. But so long ago, the bar was set that this is how we're going to communicate our feelings to each other through this phone, <laughs> and that that it just that that's just the pattern, that's the cycle, and that's how you end up communicating all the time. Mm. Jessica, <laughs> what's your? Oh, I I'm a phone girl. Any guy I date, he's calling me. Or if he's not calling me, he's Skyping me. It's even better if I can see your face while we talk. <laughs> um, text message. If you're at the movies, send me a text. People, they check their phones. I don't know. Maybe they don't. I don't really go to the movies. Not my thing. But, um, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm always a phone person. So, it's it's easy to talk about your... I don't know, Stephanie. It's easier to talk about your feelings over the phone than through text. Because it's like... Maybe he thinks I'm being mean, but I'm not. I'm just telling him how I feel. So, and if you're Skyping, well, in person, face-to-face, it's like you can see what they really mean when they say these things. Like, exactly. Is shedding a tear. Well. Is but is it real or fake? Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, <What>? wait. <laughs> when, it, when, it com- when, it, when it comes to relationships, um... If you're if you're not living with the person, uh, it's. I mean, when you're in a relationship, like you should be able to call your significant other, and have like a conversation with them. But there's nothing wrong with texting too. But I feel like some people, when when it comes to like arguments and like debates and disagreements, like it's just about your strengths and weaknesses. Like in my uh, previous relationship, like obviously I'm better at like being you know, face to face or like on like if I can talk to you on the phone and like talk to you face to face, like that that's where my strength is. But if the other person is just like, I'm not the best debater, I'm not good at like arguing, then for them like text messages are like where they want to regulate any kind of like serious discussion because you have more control in a text based environment. You know what I'm saying? Like you have more time to think about what you're gonna say, you have more time to read what read what the other person just said but anyway yeah that's um those are our topics for this week um and i guess that's our show uh thank you all for joining us um jessica if people want to reach you on the internet how can they reach you All right, and Stephanie, if people want to meet you on the internet, how can they do it? Uh, I forgot to mention this earlier, but our In So Many Words podcast Twitter account is now live. So please go and follow us there, and all of our accounts are also linked in the, in the bio. Um, it, is, it is ISMW underscore the podcast on Twitter. Um, and, and I'm running it right now, so you can find me on there at uh, Stephanie Rose as well. All right, and you can find me uh, on Twitter as uh, Chrono Lucas, C H R O N O L U C A S, or you can find me on Snapchat, I am April's Champion, or you can find me on Facebook, possibly, if that is even at all possible. So, for Jessica and Stephanie, all the way on the West Coast, Uh, Have a good week, everybody, and we'll see you next time.
sounds like I'm talking through my nose. What? I sound like I'm underwater. Are you sick? No, does it sound like I'm sick? No, I'm just asking if you're sick. No, I'm not sick, but I can't think that's how I talk. So I'm going to try to talk like this today. Don't do that. Because it's gonna be, it's gonna like, it's gonna take a lot of effort, and you'll probably like forget and just start talking with your regular voice, and I'll be like, why did she change?